When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. When we hear of shark attacks, the species we think of most often is usually the deadly great Great white. white. This could be due to movies so deeply embedded in popular culture, specifically Jaws, or even the focus on great whites in the highly popular Shark Week series that has aired every July for an amazing 35 years. If you're a huge fan of Shark Week, a host that you might even recognize from the annual series is Paul DeGelder. You might be familiar with him from his distinct Australian accent, but the most distinct thing about his appearance would be his prosthetic right arm and right leg. These limbs were brutally taken from him in a shark attack. This was no great white, however. This was the lesser known but certainly no less vicious bull shark. Bull sharks are between 7 and 11 feet long depending on the sex of the fish, with the female dwarfing the male. They tend to dwell in very shallow waters. They are known for their high levels of testosterone, and it shows in their aggressive interactions with humans. Many in the field argue that it is the bull shark, not the great white, that is the most dangerous. The bull shark is a marine apex predator, meaning it is at the top of the food chain. It feeds on other sharks, stingrays, dolphins, and even turtles and birds. They hunt in murky waters, so its prey don't stand a chance in seeing the bull shark approaching to feast on its flesh. Due to their lack of tolerance for any kind of provocation, they are possibly the most likely to attack and bite humans. They have attacked swimmers in Africa, India, Central America, off the coast of Florida in the U.S., and in the case of Paul de Gelder, Australia. I had the pleasure and honor of interviewing Paul back in 2019 alongside Jack Murphy for Soft Radio on episode 419, which is still available to listen to. Unlike in the wild, however, some of the language used is not so family-friendly. So be advised if you want to hear that full discussion. Paul told me of his story, outlined in greater detail in his first book, No Time for Fear, How a Shark Attack Survivor Beat the Odds. Some of Paul's earliest memories were those of being bullied, he told me. He was skinny, not confident, and most of all poor. His father was a cop, his mother didn't work, and the family struggled to get by. Other kids would notice in a not-so-kind fashion that Paul didn't have the nicest shoes or other clothing. That bullying led him to rebel. Paul would shoplift what his family couldn't afford, hoping it would stop the relentless teasing. What it led to, however, was more bad behavior from the adolescent, including breaking into cars, smoking and selling marijuana, and eventually getting thrown out of high school 
as well as his home. He had no sense of purpose, but some of the people around him gave him a glimmer of hope. For one, he had his heroes, one of which was Steve Irwin. Steve Irwin was known to many as the Crocodile Hunter, but he was also a beloved conservationist and environmentalist with an adventurous spirit that was second to none. DeGelder identified with that spirit. Also, his two younger brothers had joined the army. Directionless and disillusioned, Paul started to think that maybe this was the change needed in his own life. The brothers' only words of advice were to not join infantry. Blame it on Paul's rebelliousness, or that he saw it as a personal challenge. But that's precisely what he did. This work led him to eventually transfer from the Army to the Navy to become a clearance diver. And in my interview, he described the thrill of diving as the only thing positive about the Navy, and it was something he loved. To Paul, exploring the creatures in the depths of the ocean is the closest he'd ever come to exploring outer space. It is the great unknown. He loved the camaraderie with the guys on the job as well, though he did admit to an overwhelming fear of sharks. On some level, he thinks he may have even manifested his worst fear coming true. Here at In the Wild, we spend a lot of time researching these stories, writing them, recording them, and producing them. So it helps to be able to eat healthy meals quickly so that we can keep this great content coming, and that's why we use Factor. Factor, America's number one ready-to-eat meal kit, can help you fuel up with flavorful and nutritious ready-to-eat meals delivered straight to your door. You'll save time, eat well, and stay on track reaching your goals. With Factor, you can rest assured you're making a sustainable choice. Factor offsets 100% of delivery emissions, sources 100% renewable electricity for their production sites and offices, and features sustainably sourced seafood in their meals. Simply choose your meals and enjoy fresh, flavor-packed meals delivered to your door, ready in just two minutes. No prep, no mess. So head to factormeals.com slash inthewild50 and use code inthewild50 to get 50% off. That's code in the wild 50 in the wild the number five zero at factormeals.com slash in the wild 50 to get 50% off. And now back to in the wild. It was February of 2009 on a Navy diving mission in Sydney Harbor, Australia, when his life would forever change. While below the surface in his all black diving gear and in murky waters, he felt a shock throughout his lower body. He first thought it to be a boat colliding with him. To his horror, it was a 9-foot, 600-pound bull shark. It was looking right at him. The attack happened so fast that reacting properly to save his life would be near impossible. His instincts and what he'd learned told him to go right for the eyeball, but his hand was lodged right in the shark's mouth, which was like a sawmill. He went for the bull shark's nose with the other hand as the adrenaline raced through his body. But that adrenaline would swiftly be replaced by pain along with weakness as liters of blood came pouring out of his body. The reality kicked in that his right arm was no longer attached to his body and that it had been turned into shark food. With no other choice, he swam as fast as he could back to the surface to stay alive. 
but would notice he couldn't feel his right leg at all in addition to his now missing arm. As he reached the surface and his shipmates grabbed what was left of his body to come on board, they were in shock at the pool of blood so wide they could even taste it as Paul got on the boat. Paul knew that the men had his six, as is said in the military, and whatever was left of his adrenaline keeping him alive had faded away. As he drifted in and out of consciousness due to an ungodly amount of blood pouring out, Paul would still find it in himself to crack jokes somehow with the guys as he'd often do, as the paramedics arrived to save him. It became clear that in addition to his right arm, his right leg had been torn into by the shark to the point of leaving this appendage nothing more than dead weight, which would also need to be amputated. As they brought Paul to the hospital, the pain became unlike anything the tough Australian military guy had ever experienced. He would scream for drugs, and then for more drugs, as they didn't ease anything for Paul. Unfortunately, to keep Paul alive, there was only so much they could give him after losing so much blood from his body. In a hospital bed with one arm and one leg and unable to care for himself at all, the future for Paul was not at all clear. If not for the Red Cross donating blood immediately, Paul would have never survived. The recovery process would be an obstacle almost too much to bear. He would describe it as days on end of nothing but pain, with no end in sight. During his worst moment, he even begged his mother for a pistol so he could take his own life. Once he made some progress, though, his will to live would come back, and it tied to one major life goal. Get back to work as a clearance diver. Paul would reminisce on his life prior to the military with shame, and no matter what, he refused to go back to that way of living. Determined, he would incredibly do one-armed pull-ups from his hospital bed while unable to stand. His doctors may have been impressed, but they weren't going to express it hoping that Paul could lay back and go through the standard recovery procedure until literally getting back on his feet, or his one foot in Paul's case. Hey, if you're looking to get your finances in order, let's say you're dealing with some type of debt, you have uh, some big expense on the horizon that you need to save up for, if, if any of this is ringing a bell, Rocket Money is the best app to do this. Rocket Money is a personal finance app that finds and cancels your unwanted subscriptions, monitors your spending, and helps you lower your bills all in one place. Now, most people think they're spending $80 on their subscriptions, when in reality, the number is actually closer to $200, and that money adds up. I mean, when you're signed up for so many things, like streaming services you use to just watch one show, or free trials for delivery you don't use, it's very easy to lose track of what you're paying for. With over 3 million users and counting, Rocket Money customers have saved an average of $720 a year. That's big money. Stop wasting money on things you don't use. Cancel your unwanted subscriptions and manage your money the easy way by going to rocketmoney.com slash in the wild. That's rocketmoney.com slash in the wild. rocketmoney.com slash in the wild and now the conclusion of this week's in the wild incredibly paul by no means shied away from the ocean after leaving the hospital 
Six months later, he would amazingly attempt to rejoin the Navy diving teams. They emphatically told him, no. In order to join, you need to be deployable, and he was not after his injuries. Watching the movie Men of Honor inspired him with another idea, though. Become a Navy diving instructor. They agreed, but insisted he only work three days out of the week. As you can tell from this story, however, Paul does not do well with instruction and only knows one speed. He insisted on training with the teams every single weekday, which Paul joked about during my discussion with him, remarking, what were they going to do? Kick me out? In the back of his mind, the ultimate goal was getting back to what he was doing prior. Once it became apparent to him, however, that there was no way he'd be allowed back to his prior role with the teams, he left and decided to start a new chapter of his life. Part of this was being in a new location, as he left Australia and moved to the mecca of entertainment, Los Angeles. It was after leaving the Navy that he wrote the book, No Time for Fear, How a Shark Attack Survivor Beat the Odds, documenting his life's journey. You may be shocked to learn that even after nearly being killed by a shark, he would also go on to advocate for the preservation of sharks. Paul sees the importance of these massive fish in the grand scheme of aquatic life and also emphasizes the rarity of shark attacks at large. He has also never blamed the shark for what happened to him. He was the one who decided to become a diver in these environments, deep under the surface in murky water and in an all-black wetsuit appearing as bait to the bull shark. As mentioned earlier, he would also become a TV personality, appearing regularly on shows during Shark Week and elsewhere. He wouldn't just commentate and host shows, though. Paul would continue to do death-defying stunts in the water with sharks, never having enough of the thrill. Things would come full circle. Becoming a TV personality in this arena has allowed him to follow in the footsteps of his late personal hero, Steve Irwin. De Gelder has gone on to perform as a motivational speaker, as well as write other books, including Shark, Why We Need to Save the Most Misunderstood Predator, and Uncaged, the latter of which features a quote on the cover from heavyweight boxing champion Mike Tyson, bluntly stating about De Gelder, he has no fear. Well said, Iron Mike. Be sure to check out Paul's books, as well as his website at pauldegelder.com. Follow him on X and Instagram at Paul DeGelder. Thank you for tuning in to another exciting installment of In the Wild. To hear more captivating stories of real-life survival, hit the subscribe button wherever you're listening and leave us a review on Apple Podcasts. Stay prepared because you never know when you may find yourself in the wild. <laughs>